Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for this third day of April. I'm your host, Paul White. It is a Sunday, and if today is the day that you gather with the saints, man, gather and enjoy being with the family of God and just celebrating Jesus and celebrating the life that we have together in Christ. I'm praying for you today, trusting and believing that God is doing great things in your life, that you're walking into fresh revelation, that you're dying out to the old thoughts and the old ways and coming alive. This is what this is about, death and resurrection, going away from what we were by putting it in Christ and coming alive to who we are by allowing the Christ that is in us to begin to influence us. That's exciting to me. Speaking of exciting, let me show you an excited Joseph today. In Genesis, which is where we've been working for the last several months, we're in the 45th chapter. We turn the corner to this moment that Joseph is about to finally reveal himself to his brethren. Listen to this first verse. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all those who stood by him. And he cried out, make everyone go out from me. So no one stood with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and he wept aloud. And the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard it. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I'm Joseph. Does my father still live? But his brothers couldn't answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. I know I'm reading a lot. I just love this. I want to read these few verses to you. And Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near to me. So they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold to Egypt. But now don't therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years, the famine has been in the land, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And I want to stop there. Do you see what happened to Joseph? First of all, it's obvious that he's excited. He couldn't restrain himself. I love that. He's so pumped to see them, to let them know he's alive, and to show them his love that he finally sends everybody out so he can reveal himself. Now, the brothers are stupefied. I mean, they cannot figure out what's going on. As far as they're concerned, Joseph's been long gone. To see him is one thing. To see him in this position as the ruler next to Pharaoh in all of Egypt, well, it's overwhelming. There's not even any words. And then Joseph does the most unbelievably redeeming thing. This is where he's at his most Christ-likeness. Hey, guys, don't be grieved or angry with yourselves. God sent me here. He even then reiterates that. He repeats it in verse 8. It wasn't you who sent me here. It was God. And you and I watched his brethren do it. When in reality, what actually we watched was his brethren sell him into slavery. But Joseph isn't wrong. His brother sold him to slavery, but God brought him to Egypt. In the end, God took something horrible and made something beautiful. God took that broken pot and made brand new clay a brand new pot. He took our bad situation and he turned it to our good. In some ways, this is just like God working in our lives, taking the stuff that we're involved in, whether we do it or not, and making it something good on his part. But it's also very much like what happens to Jesus. 
Jesus is taken to the cross and crucified for the mildest of offenses when we consider what we've done. And then, and, and he's not even guilty. He goes as the guilty. Very important we see that, that he goes as us. But in reality, he's put into a bad situation, and yet God works it for all of our favor. Because when Jesus goes to the cross, God actually wins. It's God who takes that moment of Calvary and turns it into something beautiful, something remarkable. Joseph's statement, God sent me before you. He made me a father for Pharaoh. He made me Lord of his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Joseph goes even so far as to say, God made me a father for Pharaoh. He actually made me to where I'm mentoring Pharaoh in the ways of God. This is such an amazing thing. I don't mean that it's easy. I don't want to indicate in any way that it's easy to see your bad situation as the launching pad for something great. But it's not supposed to be easy. Nothing worth having is usually easy. It's a difficult thing, one that we have to sort of wrestle out. But if we can start to see our stuff, our moments, good or bad, as potential for God to do something we can't possibly imagine, then we're not going to be able to imagine what it is, but we're going to be able to accept where we are because we know that God isn't finished. And I know there's a fine line between accepting where you are and getting up and doing something about it. I get that. But in a lot of situations, things are out of your control, man. You don't know how to fix it because there's not a really clearly defined way to fix. I mean, what? how do you fix getting sold into slavery? How do you fix everything going against you? How do you fix it when stuff breaks down and people die and there are heartaches and problems and stresses? You don't fix it. What you do is the only thing you can do. Move forward where you are. Let God do his work. Listen to his voice, even in the midst of prison. And trust that somehow, some way, God makes it work. And that's where Joseph lands and says, guys, God brought me here. You didn't bring me here. God brought me here. I don't know if you can do it. I know I'm trying to do it, but I can't do it all the time. But I'm trying to get into that place where I say, Father, you brought me here. Or at least you brought me out of where I was to place me where I am. And if we can learn that, Truly, we are blessed. I want to bring out something else. We read it from verse 7, but I want to bring it out tomorrow because it has a very New Testament application. I'll see you then. God bless.